Good afternoon, everyone. Been a minute since I've done an episode. It's not going to happen that way any longer. June the 29th. And yes, we have discussed empathy in multiple episodes before. You know, the capacity to understand or feel what another person is experiencing from within that person's frame of reference. Empathy. Here's your curveball for the day. This episode is titled Empathic Understanding. It's not about someone else and you having empathy for them. It's about you and I, all of us, having an understanding of ourselves. Empathic understanding. The short version would be understanding what you don't know or know how to feel. As much empathy as you can have, as empathic as you think you are, even if you refer to yourself with a label of empath, are you? I have two amputated legs. One from June of 22, that was the right leg, and the other one from January of this year, 2023. And everyone out there in the world, shouldn't say everyone, let's say many people out there in the world feel they have a right to ask me how I lost my legs. Or they'll say, oh, were you in the military? Nope, I wasn't in the military. I have diabetes. I've had diabetes since my mid-30s, and I'm now 66, and it's caught up with me. Every decision I've made with my diabetes that was not the right one, I've done this to myself. However, so many people feel they understand or they can feel what I'm going through. Really? I don't remember professing ever to understand what an amputee was feeling when I had legs. And the more I thought about this and the more I thought about us as human beings, the more I realized you call yourself an empath and you think you understand what it's like to not have legs and you have no clue. None. If your mother, if your father, if your brother, if your sister, if your best friend, if anyone you've known in your life has had an amputation, you still don't know. So empathic understanding is understanding that you yourself don't understand. 
You can have empathy for someone, a desire to understand, a desire to maybe feel what they're feeling, but there's no maybe feel what they're feeling. Here's you an example. My doctor has advised me not to wear my prosthetics as much and has confined me to a wheelchair, a will, wheelchair, a wheelchair until, that was silly, until certain things are healed. Ah, oh my. The simple turning around in a hallway, thinking you made it. Oops, your foot's caught. What do you mean my foot's caught? Well, you're not going anywhere, are you, Randy? No, so your foot's caught. A little bit of investigation, and lo and behold, my foot is caught. Either one under the other or against the wall on the other side. Or the back of the chair's caught. Or the wheels are caught. A myriad of possibilities of why I'm not moving down the hallway. And people will just look at you. If I was you, I wouldn't confine myself to that wheelchair. Oh, you obviously were not in the meeting with my surgeon and my doctor telling me, Randy, you need to stay out of those prosthetics for a little while. Okay, I'll do that. And okay, I'll still answer your questions. I like to think that this is not pointedly unkind by those with legs. You know, it's kind of like trying to understand that it drives us crazy as amputees. And that's whether you're an amputee of your leg, of your arm, of a finger. No one else, unless they've had an amputation of a finger, of a leg, of an arm, of an ear. No one understands without the proper perspective. And I can attest to that. I certainly didn't understand. I took it for granted that I could take the next step, that I could run wherever I wanted to run to, that I could hike somewhere, that I could swim somewhere that I could walk across sand and sand wouldn't bother me. That I could take my shoes off, walk outside in the rain, feel the rain under my feet, feel the grass under my feet, feel connected to this beautiful earth we all 
are trying to just live on. By being barefoot, feeling the grass. But you're immediately disconnected. And you have to fight for the connection. And there's probably many listening to this going, oh, the whatever label you want to give to me for the emotions you hear me having. It's not anger. It's frustration. It's sadness. It's disbelief. But as you work on yourself, as you ask for the one thing, especially that us men don't ask for, as you ask for help, a four-letter word that means so much, help, please. Help by saying nothing. Help by not asking us to repeat the story. So since we cannot count on most human beings to understand, we have to count on ourselves because we're the ones who go to sleep with it at night. We're the ones that wake up want to get up and just go to the bathroom or get up and go to the kitchen and make a sandwich. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Got to get that wheelchair on, Randy. Got to maneuver in the bed so that you can back up to the wheelchair, press yourself up and back into the seat or go from the side. However, any of us learn how to do it best for us. the constant learning curve. And we do it. The amputees that I have been around, we do it. And I want to do a shout out to a nurse at Tampa General Hospital, Chris, and also to Juliana. Juliana and I decided to write on the board, Stumpy Randy. At first she said, no, we can't do that. We can't do that. Not on this floor, Randy. Yes, we can. And we did. And sure enough, the doctors made comments about it. Oh, how could someone do that? I did it. You can get caught up in all the seriousness. Or you can laugh. And for Chris, all I'll say is this, buddy. You inspired me. You made me realize that I was strong enough. You were strong enough. My amputations are below the knee. Your one is at the hip. You inspired me, sir. And you also did it while serving our country. So thank you so much for your service.
And thank you for telling me every time. Go on, Randy. You have to go on. Do the work. It's not about giving up, is it, Chris? It's about always doing the work. And this is just two of the nurses at Tampa General that actually made a difference for me. Many others there. And I know probably a couple of you are, if you listen to this podcast, you're thinking, Randy, why didn't you mention my name? Well, you know, because I felt that the two that I have mentioned would not be upset with me. But either way, all the rest of you made a difference. Back to empathic understanding. We're going to understand this. We're going to go forward with this. We're going to learn it. It's going to become part of what we think of when we think of people with whatever you want to call it, whether it's an amputation, whether it's a disease, whether it's anything that makes us different, that makes us have to struggle to be better every day. You don't have that struggle. And you're going to say that you do. Yes, just living, I have a struggle, Randy. Just just making ends meet, I have a struggle. Different type of struggle. I'm not saying any worse, any better, different. I can understand what it's like to have a negative balance in my account. And so can many others. You can't understand what it's like to not have your legs as long as you have them. And please, oh my goodness, somebody would actually think this probably, but hopefully not. Please don't think that I'm advocating for everybody to lose a leg so that you can understand how I feel because I don't have legs. I don't wish that on anyone, none of you. I hope none of you who listen to this ever lose a limb, ever know the struggle, ever has to figure out how to get into a taller car, a shorter car, ever have to crunch yourself into a ball with your prosthetics because the person in the front seat won't move the seat forward. Or the Uber driver, when they arrive, they arrive in a Prius. What are you going to do? Tell them to go away? You can't. Uber still charges you for the cost. And not every amputee has an unlimited supply of money. If we did, we'd have the absolute best prosthetics. We'd have the ones with computers that are on the ankle, on the knee, on the hip. We come out of surgery 
We come out of being so groggy. We come out of the anesthetic. And then what you owe the hospital, what you owe the therapy, what you owe the anesthesiologist, there's a list and a plethora of people that you end up owing money to. And you only have so much because you have to go to therapy. You have to wait to get your prosthetic. You have to do all the things you need to do. And people have done them before. So there's a, a nice little way of doing it. There's a path. And yes, each of us individually may follow a little bit of a different path. We may choose a little bit of a different path. We may think some other things work better for us. And while we think that we cannot fool ourselves, we cannot allow ourselves to, to drift off thinking that we're just going to get better because we just think we're going to get better. And I've never once told someone no when they simply wanted to practice their faith and pray over my amputated legs my stumps. And that's where empathic understanding can come from, that you, regardless of how much faith you have, and wasn't it faith, hope, and love, these three? And what was the greatest one? It wasn't faith. It wasn't hope. Just love and respect that you don't understand what you think you understand. That's all. Oh, because no matter how many people pray over my legs, I will not wake up tomorrow with new legs. Seven billion people in their own religion could say a prayer, and it's not going to show up tomorrow. I am not disparaging God or all the other religious religions' gods. I'm not disparaging them. It's just a fact. Even if I turn to the dark side, and said, let me sign on the bottom line anywhere and let me wake up tomorrow morning with my legs. Not going to happen. It's up to me to be inspired by myself and by others that are amputees. To be inspired by their work ethic, to be inspired by the nurses, to be inspired by the people who I can tell sincerely don't understand what they think they understand. Everyone would, again, there I go with everyone, not true. Many people would love to be able to make a difference. I'll say it that way. 
you do make a difference when you don't understand what you think you understand about being an amputee. It's the millions, so many little things. And if you take this podcast as complaining, oh, you're so wrong. You're just so not correct. Oh, we got to be politically correct. You're just not wrong. You're just not right. You are wrong. Because those millions of little things change you every day, every moment. That's what happens when you have an amputation. The learning to live with it. The learning that you have to put your prosthetics on to be able to stand up, to be able to pull your shorts up, to be able to button them, and to be able to do all that. And please don't get me into going to the restroom. Yes, we amputees, especially of the legs, I am sure that I am about to buy my first package of Depends. Because you just get tired of not making it to the bathroom. Mm. So yes, empathy. Here's what I truly believe. I believe my vulnerability is one of my greatest strengths. I believe that vulnerability leads you to empathy. And that from your empathy, your empathy leads you to being grateful. And being grateful leads you to a better life. I am grateful to everybody who's ever walked up to me. And even though you may have said you understand or you've got a relative or someone you know and all of that, I still want you to know that I'm grateful. I am grateful that you still acknowledge me because I acknowledge myself. When I look in the mirror, I do see magnificence in human form. And so should all of you. Every one of you are. But the next time you're around someone who has no legs or has only one leg, please understand what you don't understand. Just be a friend to them. Just be a brother, a sister, a mother, a father. Be to them what you are because you're not there to replace their legs. But you are there if you love them to just love them. Love them.
know that they are doing the best they can. We are. And if we're not, be the friend, be the wife, be the lover, be the person that can call them on it. My daughter calls me on it all the time. I'm so grateful for her. My son calls me on it. I'm so grateful to him. My son will take videos of springs in and around the Orlando area to remind me of where I used to walk and go and enjoy. That's wonderful. But drop the pretense of understanding what you think you understand. So, pretty much went down the road on that one now, didn't I? I want y'all to know, I hope that this afternoon, after you hear this or listen to this, obviously, that the next thing in line for you is, ha, 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 oh my, look at that, oh, or it's a silent moment of just wow. Laugh a little, be inspired a little, be yourself always. I hope some of you will make comments and get them to me. Tell, tell me that I'm totally off my wheelchair. Or just drop me an email. I'll walk into my email room and take a look at them. I'll be doing a lot more podcasts. We'll keep this going on and on. Be well. <laughs>